This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Do you guys know who starts their podcast in that way? Because every time I press record on my computer, I want to do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Anyways, it's Armchair Expert. Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Mom Room Podcast. It's another just straight up episode. It's not like um, the new format where I was doing the little clips throughout the week. I don't know why I just fell off the bandwagon, but I'm going to get back on. And today I kind of wanted to talk about things that actually no, I'm talking about a bunch of random things. So I actually don't have an excuse, but here we go. So my in-laws left. So my mother-in-law was here for about a month. Um, She arrived, I think the day before I went to LA and they flew home. So then my father-in-law came for the last week of her stay here and then they flew back on Sunday. We have set up the basement kind of like a guest suite. There's a king size bed, there's a TV, there's a couch, there's a full bathroom down there. So it's kind of nice when we have people stay with us. They have their own space. Um, But yeah, it was a good visit. It is so nice to have extra hands in the house when you have children. Just extra like set of eyes, you know, I'm able to get stuff done in the evenings or on the weekends. My husband and I can like run errands or do stuff around the house that would normally be difficult with Milo like attached to our legs. Grandparents really keep him busy and they like doing puzzles on the floor and painting and coloring and all that stuff where I guess when you're a parent 24-7, that stuff kind of gets boring and monotonous and it's like, especially when you're also trying to run a household. So there's things that I want to get done in the house. Like I want to put up curtain rods and, you know, my little DIY dresser task that I'm sure is going to be a nightmare, but we bought the saw. So 
stay tuned because I am determined. That's the word. Remember, my friend read it in high school and said determined. Oh my God. I can't say the word determined without thinking about that story. It kills me. Anytime I even hear it on TV, determined, determined. Anyways, so yes, it was lovely having grandparents here, um, helping out with cooking, with cleaning. Our laundry was always done and folded. Like that was incredible. But obviously it is nice to get the house back to yourself. Um, It's just different when there's people in the house, especially for me because I work from home. So during the day, I'm like trying to record stuff, trying to make funny TikToks, trying to shoot content for brand partnerships. And it's just awkward when there's other people in the house. Um, Also, our Peloton is downstairs, so I feel like I can never go do a Peloton. Um, Also, like I probably was grateful for that because I'm just procrastinating doing the Peloton, but maybe if the basement was empty, I would go and do it. You never know. Um, So yeah, also I wish Milo would let them do bath time and bedtime. Uh, He always wanted us. I have a feeling like maybe if we weren't in the house, then it wouldn't have been a big deal. But we always felt like we could only like we went out for dinner once after he went to bed. Um, But yeah, it would have been nice if we could have like went downtown for a night or something like that. Um, Okay, my one pet peeve about having people in the house, including my husband. Okay, this is not you know, directed at my my mother and father-in-law. This is like including my husband. When Milo goes to bed at like 7.30, 8 o'clock, I literally shut down, like mentally, physically. Like I just want to sit on the couch, watch reality TV or, you know, read a book, whatever. And I want zero noise in the house, zero. So a lot of the time... My husband eats dinner after Milo goes to bed. So Milo goes down, I come downstairs, I turn on the monitor, I sit on the couch, sip my water. I just want it quiet. And my husband is in the kitchen, turning on the faucet, opening the microwave, you know, warming up his dinner, banging plates around. Like if he even tries to wash dishes or unload the dishwasher, like I will bite his head off. And I know... I know it's like, oh my God, your husband's going to empty the dishwasher. That's so lovely. Like, no, it's not. Not when I want to hear what the people on Love Island are saying to each other. We literally need, I hate open concept houses for this reason. I, I, my parents did the right thing. So at their house, they have like a den, which is far away from the kitchen And they have like their big TV in there, their comfy couch, and it's like a closed in room. So you're never disturbed. It's lovely. Anyways, so when there's two other adults in the house doing stuff in the kitchen afterwards, like I remember my husband and I sat down to watch our show and they were doing stuff in the kitchen, just like putting dishes away and like, you know, turning on the water and doing this and doing that. My husband and I were like, oh my God, oh my God, just stop. Like, just leave everything. Leave the dishes. We will get to it tomorrow. Like, don't touch 
anything. We're trying to watch our show. So there's that. And then also our dogs are the most annoying creatures in the world. Um, And so when they're walking around the house, they're not so bad with my mother-in-law, but with my father-in-law, Bubbles like barks at him. So if he's like coming up from downstairs or going downstairs, like Bubbles barks at him and it's like instant rush of cortisol in my body, especially if Milo's in bed. And that drives me crazy. And it's like, as soon as Milo goes to bed, everybody sit down and don't fucking move. That's it. I don't want any noise. And it's not even like my dogs could bark for a half hour and Milo would not wake up. But mentally, I can't help that I feel anxious when there's noises that happen when Milo is sleeping. Like that is a me problem. But I don't care because I have that problem. I want as soon as Milo goes down, I close his bedroom door. Nobody fucking move. Okay. don't get food. Don't warm anything up. Don't turn on the faucet. You get your water. If you're thirsty, you get your water before Milo goes to bed. Okay. oh, my God. Sorry, guys. A little bit of a rant there. But oh, my God, I'm so passionate about this topic. Uh, Okay. something else. They love to come and pick up Milo from school at the end of the day, which I totally get it. Like my mom loves to do that too when she visits. Um, That time of day is like my sacred, like you know how some people meditate? Like that is my meditation time. Like I want to put on my podcast and zone out, look at nature, Like I want to like, and I want the podcast like on volume high. Sometimes I'll crack a window, get fresh air. I usually pack myself a little snack. Um, Like if I have to toot, I want to be able to toot in the car as I'm meditating, listening to my podcast. So when somebody comes with me, it's just a whole different vibe. And I feel like I'm not getting that alone time where I just shut off my brain. Um, It's weird and it's hard to explain, but Driving is one of those things where you have to be focused on driving so you can't do anything else. Um, Like, yeah, sometimes I'm thinking about like content I want to make or like a topic I want to talk about or whatever. But like it's so peaceful and relaxing and I can't pick up my phone. I can't do anything. I'm listening to my podcast. It's literally like meditation. So I feel like I don't get to do that when we have people visiting and they want to come pick up Milo this episode is brought to you by magic spoon you guys know i have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately i'm looking at protein i'm looking at sugar content and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. 
I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Okay, so let's tell the story about Milo's meltdown and how he made his mom, me, cry. It was Friday night, and of course it was Friday. We had my husband's cousin and her boyfriend over. They are lovely. I love them. Um, so they came over for dinner. They brought these incredible desserts from, now I don't remember the name, but they were all like... Easter desserts, very like detailed, intricate. They were freaking delicious. I tried every single one. I made a plate with a piece of every single dessert. There was like eight of them or nine. Um, so yeah, we ate dinner. Milo ate his dinner. He was a happy little guy playing. I don't know if he was overstimulated because he was playing with um, my husband's cousin and my mother-in-law and like laughing and running around. And like, I don't know if that's what it was, but he did then calm down and he had dinner. Um, My husband and I went up and did his bath time like any other night, same time. Uh, He was totally fine in the bath, totally fine in his, like when we go into our bed and watch his shows and, you know, get his PJs on and he has his little snack and 
everything was totally normal. And then he wanted my husband to tuck him in, which is very common lately. He's on like a daddy kick, which I love. Um, It's weird. It's like I get sad that he doesn't want me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, okay, nice. I get like a little break, you know? So anyways, I go downstairs and I'm eating the desserts. That is when I tried all the different desserts. And my husband was going to put him down, read a story and do what we always do every single night. And Milo usually goes to bed like an angel. Like we don't usually have problems at all. Sometimes he falls asleep really quickly and sometimes he'll play on his own in his bed for a while and then fall asleep eventually. So I'm downstairs. All of a sudden, I can hear like screaming and not just like whining like he didn't want to go to bed, like meltdown level screaming. And I'm like, oh my God. And I could tell like I heard that my husband had left his room. And so instantly I get annoyed because I'm like, I should have put him to bed. Like my husband obviously did something wrong. Like he left too quickly. Like he didn't like leave on good terms. Like he didn't handle the situation, obviously, how I would have. And if I had done it, nothing, none of this would have happened. Obviously, like this is probably not true. It's just what I tell myself in the moment in these situations. And I'm literally irritated at my husband. Like I'm pissed. So I go upstairs and my husband's in in the bathroom and Milo is in his room. The door is closed and he's like having a meltdown. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is going on? And my husband's like, I don't know. He's telling me he doesn't want to get in his bed. And every once in a while when Milo has this like, you know, few days of not going to bed very well, that's his whole thing. It's like, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go in my bed. And like, that's what he just like yells over and over again. And if you say anything to him, you could be like, do you want a million dollars? He'll just scream no. So, oh my God, I'm having like flashbacks to the night. It was so terrible. So I, we go in the room and he's in the corner of his bedroom, just like yelling that he doesn't want to go to bed and anything that we say, he's like screaming no. And he always gets irritated when I come in the room for some reason. And I don't understand why. So I go in and I'm like kneeling down on the ground and I'm like putting my arms out to give him a hug. And he's like, no, no. And he's like running. He comes to the front, like to the where the door is to his room where we're standing. And anytime we said anything to him, like, do you want mommy to lay down with you in bed? Like just being super calm, trying to be super loving He literally, it was like he was possessed, would like get close to us in the face because we were down at his level, screaming no, like no, it was insane. And I was like, oh my God. And like sometimes it depends if I'm in a very irritable state, like I'll get all worked up and like ragey, but at that point, moment, I felt bad for him. I was like, oh my God, why is he so upset? Like, this is so unlike him. It was so like sad. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So I, my, I told my husband to leave and Milo started freaking out that my husband was leaving. And so eventually I think I went back downstairs 
My husband was in there with him for a while. My husband eventually left and like Milo was pretty calm at this point. But when my husband left, he started again. And so we were going to just kind of wait to see what happened. Like sometimes you leave him for a few minutes when he's having a meltdown and he'll like calm down and go to bed. Sometimes you have to go back in. Like you never know. It's like every situation is completely unique and you never know what the heck to do. So my husband and I are like sitting in the other room watching the monitor and Milo must have been on the floor just like having a meltdown and we're like, oh my God, like I don't know what to do. We're sitting there like, like uh, I, I speechless. I don't even know what to say. So I'm sitting in the hallway now listening to him and he's just saying like he doesn't want to go to bed, blah, blah, blah. And so I tell my husband, I'm like, I'm going to go in there. Like a few minutes had passed. He's not calming down. So my husband's like, okay, go ahead. So I go in the room and he's in the corner again and like the corner furthest from his bed because he does not want to go in his bed. So I sit on the ground and he's yelling like, no, no. And eventually he comes over to me and he's sitting on the floor and he's trying to kick me. Like this was another thing he was doing last night, like he or that night on Friday he was like hitting and he doesn't usually do that. And no matter what I said, he kept hitting me. And I was like, I don't even know what to do because it doesn't matter what I say, he keeps hitting me. So he was trying to like kick me and I just was like, don't kick mommy, like, you know, staying super calm. And he went back to the corner and eventually he calmed down a little bit. Like he wasn't screaming um, anymore. He was just like sobbing like crying. And so I'm like, I got up and I laid in his bed and like got comfy, put the blanket on me, like just as if I was gonna go to sleep in his bed. And like out of nowhere, he just kind of like stopped crying and he walked over to me and put his arms like over me on the bed. And he was like, mommy, mommy, where's my Spider-Man? And I was like, oh, like, do you want mommy to go get your Spider-Man for you? And he was like, yeah. And then he climbed up into bed with me and he was like the blue Spider-Man. And I'm like, okay, mommy will go downstairs. You stay here and mommy will go get your Spider-Man. And so I stood up and he's like, mommy. I said, yeah. And he goes, I'm not crying anymore. I said, okay. And like, I was going to like burst into tears. I was like, oh my God, this is so sad. Or like, it's like just so cute. Like, I don't know what, I don't know. I can't explain it. Anyways, so I go downstairs, I grab Spider-Man, bring it back up. And he, obviously it was the wrong one. Like, duh. He's like, no, not that one, the blue one. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like this one is like a navy blue one. So I go back downstairs. I'm like, where's this freaking Spider-Man? Like losing my mind. Like, couldn't find it. So I finally found it. It was like in his playroom in the corner and playroom, which is our dining, our formal dining room. Um, So bring it back up and lay back in bed with him. And I'm laying there and I'm like, do you want me to rub your back? And he was like, just like cuddling. And, and I was just saying stuff to him, like mommy's here. Like you were upset. It's okay. Like mommy gets upset sometimes. Like you feel better now. Like, you know, just talking to him. And he was like, I like daddy and Gigi. Gigi is my husband's mom. And he goes, I don't like mommy. 
And I literally, like, my heart shattered into a million pieces. I know he, like, doesn't get it. And obviously, I don't believe him. But I was like, oh, my God. So, especially after dealing with the meltdown and, like, the night that I just went through and, like, how calm I stayed and did everything, like, to the best of my ability, like, tried to make him comfortable and, like, love him so much and, you know what I mean? And then just for him to say that, like, as I'm laying in bed with him, like, cuddling, it was just, like, knife in the heart and, like, tears start coming out of my eyes. Obviously, he couldn't tell that I was, like, upset, but I was, like, oh, my God, this is so mean. Like, why would he say that? Anyway, so then the next day, I didn't even tell my husband that evening because I was like, I don't even want to, like, I was so emotionally exhausted. So after that, we just laid there and he eventually fell asleep. And then I left his room and I didn't even want to go downstairs. But like, I went and said bye to everybody. And I was like, I'm just going to bed. Like, I'm emotionally (laughs) exhausted. So I go up to my bed and read and my I posted something on my Instagram stories saying like Milo cried, I cried. And my husband was like, why did you cry? Like what happened? I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it right now. And so I didn't tell my husband until like the next day. And then even when I told my husband what he said to me, I like started tearing up again and I was just like so upset. Oh God. So that was our evening from hell. So yeah. So anyways, a couple other updates. Um, My neck is always incredibly sore. I know it's because of my posture, always looking down at my phone. Like I raised my iMac screen up on some coffee table books to try and make it higher up, but I need a proper computer chair. Like my neck also just to like jump to a thought that just came into my head When I lay down to fall asleep at night, do any of you guys do this? So you're trying to fall asleep, but then you tell yourself in your mind, you're like, let go of all the tension in your body because you notice that like you're tensing your neck or something. And then when you actually scan your whole body and like release all the tension, you realize that you were literally like in a ball, like tense, tense, tense. Like my butt is tense. My hips are tense. Like I'm like clenching my arms to hold my pillow. And it's like, why do I do this? I told my husband, like, do I need to take muscle relaxants before I go to bed every night? Like, why am I so freaking tense? And I feel like carrying tension in my neck has been something that I've been struggling with since undergrad. And I used to go to this massage therapist in Sudbury. Oh my God, I can't remember his name, but he would do this thing to my neck where I'm laying on my back and he would put his fingers under like at the base of my skull and like pull my head towards him and lift up at the same time. And it was so incredibly painful. Like my eyes would start watering, but it would instantly fix the tension and like the sore neck that would cause me headaches every single day. Like it would fix it. Yes, it felt like I got hit with a baseball bat that evening, but it is so worth it. And I have never found a massage therapist that will do that um, like technique as well as he did. And like as 
um, like intensely as he did. I find so many massage therapists don't give tension, like they don't do like deep pressure in your neck area. And like that is where I freaking need it. Like, please, like pretend you are going to rip my head off. And that is what I need. That is what I need. Anyways, did I start this thought with I want to go to hot yoga because... I have never felt so good as I did when I was going to hot yoga regularly. And once we moved to the GTA, there was no hot yoga studios near us. And then with COVID, like everything shut down. And now I'm like, you know what? Screw it. There's one like 23 minute drive away from us. And I'm going to do their unlimited introductory introductory month. And I'm going to go as much as possible and just see how I feel because I need to start stretching my body and there's no better way to stretch your body than in a hot yoga studio. Another amazing thing about hot yoga for me is that you can't have your phone. You cannot do anything else but sit in a dimly lit hot ass room and stretch and listen to the instructor. So it's literally like a mind break a physical break, like you're stretching, you're building muscle, you're like, I am obsessed with hot yoga. So I am very much so looking forward to that. And it needs to just be a priority because, you know, for me to drive there and then drive back and like have a shower and stuff, like it's going to take up a big chunk of my day. Um, And it's not in the direction of Milo's daycare. So it's actually the opposite direction. So Like it's going to take some time out of my day, but I need to make that a priority. So too bad. Okay, so that is today's episode. I am trying to put together a freaking, I'm going to call it a pizza party, but like a podcast party in Toronto. And I hope lots of you guys can come. Um, I haven't figured out logistics yet because there's so many different options on how I could do it. Like, do I want it to be a live podcast thing where I have guests? Do I want it to just be a party? Like, what do I want it to be? So I'm going to sit down. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to look up some venues, some options on what I could do. And then um, I will keep you guys posted. The podcast Instagram account, so the Mom Room podcast, is almost at 10K. And that is what kind of prompted me to like, I should throw a freaking party. So anyways, we're almost there. Like I remember when the podcast account was like 2000 people and now we're almost at 10K. Crazy. Anywho. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please rate, review, subscribe, follow the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening. It helps the podcast so much. And yeah. I will uh, see you guys on Tuesday. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. I hope your children sleep tonight and that they don't pee the bed and they don't sleep on the floor and they don't have a meltdown. (laughs) 